Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. No, I'm James. And I am Michael. Oof. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just a sigh. Was that in was that in a reaction to the Nintendo Direct Mini that we got or just life in general? <laughs> a little bit of both. I mean, I oh I always love a Nintendo Direct Mini that comes out the exact same day that the podcast comes out. It's like every single time. It's, I mean, without fail. <laughs> yeah. There's totally, Nintendo's totally doing something this week. Oh, you think on a Wednesday at around 9 a.m.? Oh, it's <laughs> definitely going to happen. Yeah, let's do it then. Can I, we I make think you irrelevant? Just... We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Oh, this is a good one because this, this showcase was built for me. It's almost as if Nintendo was just sort of like the Nintendo James Montemagno showcase, whatever. These are are games that James are going to buy. Yeah, it was the Nintendo Direct Mott Mini. Yeah, that's exactly what it was called. (laughs) So like we said, it happened August 26th and it was about 12 minutes long. So I think it was a tiny bit longer than the last one. But yeah, so this was our second partner showcase that we've gotten so far. And overall impressions, personally, wasn't really into much um but we'll go down the list if we can each talk about if, if there was anything that kind of jumped out to each of us uh the first game they announced was kingdom hearts melody of memory by square enix uh that's coming november 13th and you can pre-purchase that right now if you are interested the next game that they talked about is a music mixing game called fuser i don't know if they mentioned this game before but the way they were talking about it and what they showed made it seem like they talked about it before at some point but they basically focused on just the the co-op multiplayer mixing a part of the game. Yeah, this one was confusing to me. I, I do not remember seeing this at all. I did put a check because like you, I was not interested in a lot of what was here. Some of the checks I put mm-hmm. were because they slightly sparked my interest. We've said in the past, I'm not really big in sort of music-based uh, games. They're just not just not my thing. So this one did seem kind of interesting in what I saw. It's by Harmonix Music Systems. It's a music mixing game. You play as like a DJ. And and like you said, they had a collaborative multiplayer demo. And apparently each person is mixing a song. And then, I don't know, the other people listening or the audience is like voting it up or down depending on how well you mix it. That was the impression I was getting. And then at the end, yeah. it's rated and whoever has the most, I don't know, like fire emojis or whatever they were showing wins the round. I'm not really sure. It didn't seem like a very good trailer slash demo of what this game was, especially because I I didn't know anything about it until I saw this. They did say yeah. that it's coming this fall. And if you pre-purchase it, you get other bonus songs that you'd normally get, which is that's cool, I guess, for a music based game. But in general, this was kind of interesting. I probably won't play this, but it was one of the few that sort of seemed uh, interesting to me, at least. Mm. You know, sometimes music games like this are really hard to (laughs) it's like really hard to demo, which which is sort of which is sort of sad. Um, I think that a lot of times even with like the original guitar heroes or rock rock band games like that, like those sort of click a little bit, but then you're like, oh, I'm going to spend like $200 on this thing. And then like you play it once you're like, this is amazing. And then you get it. However, this game, I, I will say, like, I, I agree. I didn't, I don't, I don't quite understand what you're doing. I mean, I love <laughs> music games. I loved everything about this Nintendo Direct because everything was music games or free to play games or, or more Tetris in my life. But like what you're doing, I mean, I like that there's a lot of music that I like in this game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I normally see a track like normally there's like a track, of, like a normal music game <laughs> yeah. is there's yeah. a track of circles or things coming at you and then you press things at a specific time. But then there's like not. And I'm like, I don't know what, what happening right now. Well, I'm so scared. Yeah, I, I think if they added like 30 seconds or, or cut it in a way where they showed someone making a mix really quick and then they showed how it worked in, in multiplayer, that would have helped because from what I saw, it was basically you just pick a bunch of songs when it's your turn and it plays where I feel like it's probably a little more intuitive than that. (laughs) But for a lot of people, I feel like maybe at least for us, this was the first time we were exposed to it. I feel like it was probably the same for a lot of other people. And they should have kept that in mind when they were putting together their um, little trailer or thing about it. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, It'd be interesting if, since this is on Switch, if it had touch screen support and you actually have to like, like spin, uh, like <laughs> on a DJ board, like just actually that would be doing. That would be kind of cool, but then you wouldn't yeah. be able to play it docked. You know what I mean? It would it would totally ruin the functionality for it docked. But I don't I, I don't know. I guess we'll probably get more information. They probably said, "Hey, we got a window of a minute." Show us yeah. what you got. And this was what they were able to put together because I'm sure it is a more complex uh, game that you just need more time to demo it. Yeah. And uh, and I, we'll see more, I'm sure. It just looked interesting. So I figured, you know what, let me give it a check. The next one I checked, uh, a Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack um, by Bando Namco. These games are super cool. Uh, the Taiko Drum Master games, I've always been into them. This one is the the two Japan exclusive 3DS titles packed into one. I'm not even going to attempt to say their names, um, but basically they're like Rhythmic Adventure 1, Rhythmic Adventure 2. And there is like a whole RPG adventure mode in it. And there's also just the normal Taiko Drum Master modes um, as well. 130 songs totally packed into it. You know, the, the, the problem I have is one, I don't know if you can buy it or not, but Taiko Drum Master needs a drum. Uh, and you used to be able to buy these on like the GameCube. Well, the GameCube, they actually had a Taiko drum or you could use the Donkey Kong drums that were out, but they actually had like one. I remember working at GameStop and there was all these drums sitting around. Um, and I and I feel as though that they don't have those peripherals and they sort of do um, need that because it's a drum game. Mm-hmm. And of course, you could you could use the nunchucks, not the nunchucks, the joy cons in the air. <laughs> I don't know. They should just call them nunchucks because that's what they are. But the joy cons in the air and stuff. But it wouldn't be quite the same. But uh, if you're a Tyco fan, you know, like I like I am, it's cool. But I, I do really wish that there was a whole pack of that I could buy in the store. Like I would pay money for that because yeah. who doesn't want more peripherals sitting underneath their TV that they're never going to play? Yeah, for sure. I need a I need a plug in for my old Donkey Kong bongo drums Ooh. that I still have. There you in go. The, well, you I know, still have you, kicking around. There is that. You know, you can buy that GameCube to USB converter for Smash Brothers. Like, yeah. does that work for for this? That would be oh awesome. My ga- oh my gosh, that'd be the best game changer. Game I'd changer. have a reason to finally like blow the <laughs> dust off of those things. I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even think I played the game. I don't even know why I have the the bongos that I. I just thought it was cool, so I think I kept them for that reason alone because they were such a weird thing to have. But I, th- there's really literally no reason they made this whole thing for one game that never yeah. went anywhere. <laughs> so good. Oh my yeah. goodness. Uh, all right, next game: World of Tanks Blitz. More World of Tanks in your game. It's free to play. Of course, tons of in-app purchases, but we're, we're gaming.net. Everybody loves World of Tanks. This is this is Blitz, so it's it's more World of Tank. I actually don't know more that blitzy. much of more Blitzy. It's more Blitzy. Fat, uh, blitzy, yeah. yeah. Blitz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you like tanks, you like Blitzing, this is the game for you. Boom. I'm in. Done. Available now. Yep. <laughs> uh, next, they showed Big Rebel Boxing, Creed Champions, Features Rocky Balboa, Donna Screen, a bunch of other boxers with local multiplayer, and that's coming spring 2021. Uh, and then the collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend by Square Enix. It includes Final Fantasy Legend, Final Fantasy Legend 2, and Final Fantasy Legend 3. That is coming December 15th, and you can pre-purchase that now. Did that not game that game look like super funky because it's like it has like on-screen controls too? Terrible. And but, it, it was so weird the the choices they made for that game, like yeah. the, the 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 presentation of it. First off, okay, we get that the it's like what four three aspect ratio or whatever the original screen mm, was that yeah. it was played in. Fine, okay, we get that. But then they further shrink it down to cram it into this sort of weird presentation that I don't know what controller that is supposed to be. But <laughs> it doesn't look like any controller I've ever used, right? Yeah, what is it, what is that a reference to? It's supposed to be a Game Boy controller because these all Terrible. came out on the on the Game Boy. That's but... what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I'm it's like, like hmm. that is not a Game Boy controller that it's like the artwork for. It's weird. Yeah, it's like circular, and I'm like, well, the Game Boy is not circular. Like I understand that it's you know a square and it has the colors in it, but then do can, well can, that's that's the other question I have is like. Okay, I get it if maybe I have my my switch normal and I can detach the Joy-Cons. Like maybe you just like take off the Joy-Cons and you just like use the screen. Like that's fascinating. 
But then what if you have a switch light where you can't detach them? So like there's multiple like could you do you have to use the touchscreen controls? Like I don't understand what's happening yeah, here. So strange. Give me the give me the um the, the blow up edition, right? Like like I want I want Game Boy graphics on my 8K television at like the highest. Like I want the pixels so big. That <laughs> <laughs> you go blind. <laughs> Imagine it on your TV. Maybe that's why if they if they did dock this, because I'm thinking handheld, but if they dock it, it's probably like one inch blocks for each pixel. <laughs> what if they keep it like oh, they geez. scale it based on the resolution? So like it's always the actual Game Boy resolution, like the like the 320 or one 240 by whatever it is, 240. Mm-hmm. And um it just that, but in the middle of your 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 you know huge 4K television, it's just this tiny itty bitty little square. That'd be amazing. But but it's the resolution so crisp. So crisp. So crisp. <laughs> Beautiful. No. What I what I find kind of strange just from like I, I didn't notice the Game Boy thing just because I don't know. I didn't spend as much time in a Game Boy, I guess, as you guys did. But what I did think was, why are they bringing out these old games and selling them separately when they have online? Mm, I don't know. And they're older games. It just seems like it, it, this feels like a money grab. Let's put all three of these games together and make it nostalgic and market it that it's that way for a reason. And then we can get people to buy it, yeah. which is just kind of gross. It's sort of like, you know, the the since Nintendo is sort of re- refusing to do the uh, virtual virtual what's that virtual, yeah. virtual you know, it's, it doesn't even matter anymore. Everyone complained about it when the switch came out. Why isn't there the thing? And then there's yeah. not the thing. Um, and they're doing the free games with the subscription. So like they're like, hey, Nintendo's not giving us a way to to monetize this thing. So we're just going to put it all in this pack for 20 bucks. But uh, I don't know. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. Christina, do you want to talk about the game that I'm so excited about next? Well, why don't you talk about it? Oh, my God. It's Just Dance 2021. Just Dance. (laughs) Oh, so good. Plus, you get one month free of Just Dance Unlimited like every single other version of Just Dance that ever came out. Oh, my goodness. Can you not be more excited for a game? 40 hot new tracks, just like every single year. There's new modes. Um, You can, of course, you don't even need a Joy-Con. You can just use your smartphone. You just you just dance. Literally, Mm -hmm. that's what the game is about. You just dancing. I'm impressed by I'm excited about the song list for this one. I think I'm super hyped. It just seems like there's a lot of great brand new songs from this year. Of course, you know, the Just Dance Unlimited is is the jam because you get over 550 songs and it's like, I don't know, 20 bucks a year or something. And you can use it with any version. So that's that's super awesome. Um, You know, if you want more Just Dance like I do, then this is for you because Every year for Christmas, I get Heather Just Dance, a new Just Dance. It's in her stocking. She knows it's going to be there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> she doesn't know where, mm-hmm. where, what layer of the stocking it's going <laughs> to be in. But she knows it's coming. She knows it's coming. In <laughs> fact, the highest recommendation is that usually if you, it comes out on November 12th, but you can usually wait about one week and then it goes down to like a dollar and then you can just mm-hmm. buy it. It's that, so good. So Just well, Dance. I got- I got a question for you because I know you both are you've been just dancing since like 1999 with these games. But how does it work on the switch? Like, how is it? You know, before I I remember with Wii, I think it was using that bar to see what you were doing. How Mm -hmm. how does it work with this Joy-Con? Just you put a Joy-Con in your hand and then it just tracks your your movements and things like that. Okay, so you you just have to move one hand. Like, how does it know you're doing the moves? you just move the hand. Basically, a lot of the <laughs> okay. Well, the thing you don't is, you have lo- to basically. It's just well, a lot of the movements. A lot of the movements are moving around, up and down. So it, it just tracks the accelerometer and gyro. Okay. So, for example, let's say it is you. You always have it in the right hand. One Joy-Con, not two, just one. And let's say it's on your hip. Well, it's just going to track to make sure that you didn't move. But then, if sure. if if it's coming up, it's going to you know make sure it comes up. Mm-hmm. It's not. S- it's accurate. Like it, it definitely has the different things, but you don't have to totally do the moves. Like you could just be, you could be that for, you could be that person. You could be Michael, the, the Michael just in the sitting. friend group. That's just, just sitting, sitting there. Everybody else, everybody <laughs> else is just dancing. And then Michael's like, this game's stupid. And then you're moving your hand while you're you just throwing your hand all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, my one arm will be jacked because yes, of my you. just dance 2021. Everyone has that friend, though. You know, there's like, oh, this game's stupid. I'm just going to sit around the couch. Like, okay, dude. 
Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But anyways, well, I mean, yeah. at least you guys are getting it. That's 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 cool. I just was curious as how this actually worked. It seemed like I I, I don't know. I, I don't hate the idea of this if this is your jam, but it just seems like it, it's it needs to track it even better. So it's like, yeah, you got yeah. the moves down now. Nope. No. You're wrong because it doesn't, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. That's like when you're just dancing, nobody cares. Nobody Mm. cares about anything because it's so much fun. Just dance like nobody's watching. Exactly. They want you to just dance for the fun of dancing. It's in the freaking name, name, Michael. Just dance. Just dance. (laughs) It's funny because I was watching a video the other day of a woman and her husband and they're actually playing, I think, 2020. And she does Broadway. So she knows all the moves to a lot of the, the songs they were listening to. And he doesn't dance or do anything ever and watching the video of them he's just flailing his arms all over the place and he's trying to do the moves and he's not doing them and she's like this graceful swan doing these dance moves and he doubled her points every single time that's yeah, that's me, and so it's, that's me yeah. and heather every 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 christmas that's me and heather i'm just over there flailing she's elegant and well there you go you got another one for this year the next one that popped up that I gave it a check is Poyo Poyo Tetris 2. Now, I played the first one. It's This is by Sega, if you're familiar. It's basically a version of Tetris. I, there's not a whole lot more to say about this, but this is more of it. So if you like that, that's cool. You're going to have versus modes, party modes, skill battle modes, adventure modes, online mode, everything you could ever want in Poyo Poyo Tetris doubled. And it comes out December 8th. The next game, or I guess not game, but DLC that they talked about was the Minecraft Dungeons Creeping Winter DLC. Um, I'm interested in this. I haven't gotten the game yet, but I definitely want to at some point. But uh, it includes a new story where you focus on wintry Minecraft biomes like the snowy tundra and mountains and get new weapons and armor and artifacts. And this is the second DLC pack of those planned. The first one was the Jungle Awakens. So it'll be interesting to see if they come out with anything else. But uh, this is coming September 8th. And the next one, because literally this partner direct was really a Bandai Namco Entertainment edition, uh, is Jump Force Deluxe Edition. Uh, Now, I remember Jump Force because there was a Jump Force game that came out on the DS, I believe, a long, long time ago. It was a 2D um, fighting game. I think I had to import it from Japan to actually get it. Um, There were a few other games that had come out, but the whole idea of Jump Force... may not be known in in the states too much is jump force is hey let's take every single anime character and manga hero ever and shove them in a game like dragon ball z one mm-hmm. piece naruto bleach hunter x Yu-Gi-Oh, yu yu saint seisha and many more right these are all names that i don't even know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. like you take all of them and you shove them into a game and in fact Usually the Japanese version of Jump Force games have like even more just only because the the licensing and the rights are so crazy in different countries. Like usually in Japan, they all kind of stay in Japan, but but from like one company or a, a few companies that work together. But usually in the States, it's like all, you know, a bunch of different companies. Um, but this game, yeah, is Jump Force Deluxe Edition. Uh, it's all those characters. I just mentioned in a, in a fighting game and there's a campaign mode and it's crazy and that's it. I'm not going to buy it, but um, it's definitely worth mentioning if you like manga and stuff. And, and these are pretty rare games for them to like ever come out with because of the complexity of uh, of, of all that craziness. Yeah, it's crazy. Nice. The next one they showed was Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions. Right. Tsubasa. I said that right. Tsubasa. <laughs> Uh, this is basically a arcade soccer game where you can customize and build your own team and compete in online and local play, uh, and that's available now. So you want to check that out. Mm. And they finish it all off with some Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. It, it was also a music, um, a music uh, based direct, but also Square Enix based direct with, with with lots mm. of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, this is a remastered edition. It's available now. You can get it. You know, it's a good game from the GameCube era. If you didn't play it, now you can. And it's online. And you don't need um, Game Boys attached to your machine to play it. So you're good. So overall, what are our impressions of these partner showcases so far? <laughs> I love it. This was yeah. way better than the other one. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we 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 a little hype, a little hype here and there. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I think that there's something for, you know, people like these kinds of games. This is not a direct for me. 
in any way. I, there's very little here that I thought was interesting. My overall problem with this direct is it felt like a a mod podge of just different games. They didn't feel themed. They didn't feel like they had any sort of cohesive sort of anything. You know, the majority of these were music based. They could have kind of packaged it that way, saying you know, the sound of summer, so, something like that, like. You know, so I don't know, but you could have given it some sort of theming and said, here's all the music based partner games that were coming out in the next year, blah, whatever. And then you, at least you have something. This just felt like so many weird games that are all just kind of got mashed together. It, it just didn't seem like it had the polish that Nintendo typically has. Um but I'm sure, like we said, we ran through it and there was a couple things that were interesting and for, for everyone. So there's people out there that this is going to appeal to. I just felt like overall the presentation didn't have the same level of polish that they typically do. I think that it there was at least a lot more this round than the last partner. Yeah. Do you remember the last partner? Yeah. Right? There was three. Like, yeah. Like three was, games. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was terrible. And they left yeah. some out. So. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. There was definitely more to take away from this. That is for sure. But then we get into like quality over quantity. I don't know if that's something we want to get into, but <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like I said, everybody's going to, there's going to be people that looked at this and loved it, yeah. right? That This is just their stuff and this is what they like to play. And that's fine. It's not a judgment of, I guess, the games in general. It just, it, it definitely didn't appeal to me. And it felt like mm-hmm. it was a lot of, it was just a weird combination of games. It, I don't know who it spoke to, whereas other directs, the indie direct and Nintendo's primary directs feel like they've got a bigger uh, range. So maybe you don't like all of the games, but there's going to be something you really gravitate towards. And this didn't really click for me, at least in that way at all. It just did, it was a weird, weird vibe to this whole direct. I think it's just the nature of these partner showcases, too, because it's so many different studios that they partner with put together in one showcase. I wonder if it would make more sense to make a Square Enix showcase or a Bandai Namco showcase. That way it feels like it's a little more like if you are a fan of Square Enix, you know that you will probably like this direct. Yeah, As opposed to like trying to search for different pieces. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that might be a better way to organize it. But, yeah, that's um, a good idea. And that, yeah, and that would be something, too, where, it, you, like you said, you know what you're getting into and you could say, OK, well, mm-hmm. I know this isn't really my genre of game, but let me see if there's something here I can take away. Where yeah. when I hear direct or even partner direct, I'm going in and excited to see, you know, just some games. And 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 I think that's where that level of expectation. We've talked about Nintendo doing that. They set these sort of their expectations and they're not always where people want them to be. It's like, oh, we got this direct and then you see it and it's like, you know, it just doesn't hit. It doesn't hit the nail on the head for a lot of people. And I think that's where I was looking at the direct on YouTube and it's got more dislikes or almost more dislikes than it does likes. And that's very, and I, and I don't, you don't see that very often. You know, you don't, you don't see Nintendo getting that many dislikes. It has 54,000 likes and 41,000 dislikes. Weird. That's a lot. That's a huge that's a lot difference of <laughs> than what you would typically yeah. see um, for for other Nintendo directs. You mm-hmm. know, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. No, that's strange. Well, you know, the reason we might be getting a whole bunch of partner directs is because maybe Nintendo saving all of their games for the brand new Switch that's going to launch next year. Possibly rumor mill. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, you know, there's a bunch of reports. In fact. I would say this time around, we decided to report on it only because we feel as though, at least I feel personally, that uh, that that there's actually an opportunity. This is a thing that's going to happen. Um, I can see it. You know, the new consoles, there's 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 new consoles launching. Did you know there's going to be a new Xbox and new PlayStation? I think people forget that's happening. No way. No. <laughs> is it this year? Is it happening this year? It's this year. Is it? Is it really? Oh, my goodness. What a, a fascinating year. Uh. Um, but, you know. <laughs> The Switch is three and a half years old. Did you know it's three and a half years old? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like literally, uh, like when this podcast, the day after this podcast comes out, would be would be September, yeah, September third, because it came out on Michael's birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you know, they're thinking a report from Bloomberg and a bunch of other outlets have picked this up the last week is that it'll be getting an actual upgraded for real Z upgrade in twenty twenty one. Um, to launch off off the off the year you know these reports have been coming out forever and and we we did get that you know bump 
that 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 little bump in the in the in the upgraded switch, you know, which wasn't a pro, but it was just a little bit better. Um, a battery you know, bump, <laughs> battery bump, and CPU bump, yeah. which is cool. But it wasn't enough for me to go and and swap out my switch. But you know, they're saying that this is going to be a more powerful machine, a Switch Pro, if you will. Um, they say they say that it will have more computing power and and support for up to 4K resolution visuals. Um, and they're thinking, yeah, it, it would obviously be backwards compatible, and and you can obviously you know swap all your games in and out and whatnot. Um, but and then they are saying that this is could, could explain why. There's more of these partner directs and less Nintendo games are going to save all of the games and kind of have them upgraded sort of in this, you know, be ready for the next 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 version that's coming out. So they're trying to, you know, prolong the next year, if you will, through the through the holiday season, which is is fine because there's so many games that are already on the switch. But, you know, having at least one more game would be like, whoa, awesome. Um, But yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, this at some point. Uh, one of these rumors will be right. We've said it for like the last two years, so I guess they can keep putting out. I completely think 4K is BS. There's no way they're going to have 4K support with the mm-hmm. Switch. It's The Switch is smaller than a graphics card that tries to put out 4K, and it can't in a rig that's $2,000. Like, yeah. are you kidding me with this 4K? Unless the dock, it comes out with a dock that handles a lot of the graphic output, there is zero chance that it's going to be doing 4K. I think 1080 is a reasonable expectation for a pro version, which in more computing power, all of that. I am totally on board for a new, more powerful switch. I just think, again, maintaining expectations, whoever is saying it's going to handle 4K is crazy. Um, and I do hope this is the case because we've already talked. This year has been kind of lean for Nintendo. Uh, so I hope that is the reason we're building up to this new uh, switch that's going to compete with the next gen consoles, or at least you know, try to be on their level. And I think one of the bigger problems is if they don't come out with that games like Witcher or games like these other games that will be now on the PS five and the series X, there's zero opportunity for them to come to the switch if they don't increase the output and the power Mm. of the switch. Mm. So you're going to, there's, you're just anything that comes out next gen is there's no way you're going to see a port of it. So I hope uh, that we are going to see this. I just think let's have reasonable expectations. And at some point, these rumors are going to be true. <laughs> like you said, it's three plus years into the console. So, you know, and in, uh, in a year, maybe two. Yeah, we probably will see a new switch. Yeah, I think if they could come out and they could say we are bringing 1080p 60 frames per second, right? Because most of the stuff runs at 1080p 30 frames per yeah. second and an undocked 720p you know, 30 frames per second. If they're saying like, Hey, we're going to give you 1080p 60 frames per second on your, on your, on your TV, we're going to give you 720p at, you know, 60 frames per second on docked because it'll be consistent. Or, or even if they do come out with a, a, a bigger screen, screen. Yeah. a bigger screen, that's like more edge to edge and maybe like, Hey, this is 1080p. But again, I don't, you know, a lot of phones have like, you know, crazy resolutions and stuff. And like, you don't necessarily need them. Like your phone's yeah. tiny and like the switch is tiny and, and breath of the wild looks gorgeous undocked. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, but, but again, I would love a consistent frame rate and, and that could definitely help out a little bit. Like, Hey, let's get it, you know, where we've tri- tripled the memory and we've doubled the CPU processing power, which means that now when people port, which are like you're saying, Nothing is muddy. It's all crisp. Yeah, it looks really nice. Runs good. And then in three years, it'll be pushed to its max and everything will be running at 30 frames per second again, right? But um, I can see them doing this and like sort of phase out the current switches and bring this in. And then, you know, they basically put the guts of the the current switch into the switch light. So then the Mm -hmm. switch light just becomes a little bit beefier too. So like everything gets upgraded. Like that would be a nice here it is like 199 299 like boom here it is i would like that i mean i think that like you said if those specs were the case that's fine i would like to see a brighter screen um because playing out outside at all is just it's not happening so it's so hard to see the screen and i would like maybe a better quality you know because it's got that plastic if they make it so that the actual playing outside experience is better or in a bright room if nothing else is better in handheld those would be cool i would like a little bit louder speaker 
Um, I think that would be a cool upgrade. Little things like that. It doesn't need to be blowing. It, you're not going to get a Series X or a PS5 out of the thing, but I think there are l- room for improvement. The drift issues, let's get that fixed. You know, there's Definitely. little things like that that need to be resolved. And I think Switch Pro would be would be a fantastic place to have those things resolved. I mentioned this the other day to you, Michael, but I've been really frustrated because I have like two different pairs of Bluetooth headphones now. I really wish I could use them when I play my Switch. So I really, mm. I really want them to have some sort of Bluetooth enabling thing if they do come up with with something new this year, next year, or whatever. But I I agree with Michael when I'm like the 4K is really unnecessary. <laughs> and if they do that, that's gonna be a lot more computing power that they're gonna need to add to it. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if and what happens, but yeah, I mean they do have that Genki uh, Bluetooth adapter that goes in there, and that works great. I mean that's a that's a great thing to have. I've been using that off and on for a little bit now, and it's cool. But if it was built in, it'd be so so much easier because yeah, not only are you looking for your headphones, you're looking for the adapter, mm-hmm. and you've got it's just one more step, right? When you just want to yeah. sit down and play something, so there's definitely room for improvement. Hopefully, we'll see it. And uh, maybe these rumors are true. I would love, love, love to see something be announced and have it just kind of check all of our boxes. It'd be so exciting. It'd be a must guaranteed buy for me if we got something like Mm -hmm. that, because I just love my Switch so much. It is my favorite console. So a better version of it, sign me up. I'll be Mots this time. I'll take two. (laughs) <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> now we do have some bad news for all the little nightmare fans out there originally little nightmares 2 was announced last year at GamesCon, and then it kind of went dark we didn't hear a whole lot about it well we just got another trailer for it at GamesCon this year and unfortunately despite it looking creepy as heck it uh <laughs> the scariest part is that it is delayed and it's coming out February 11th, so 2021. Scary. Yep. The producer said, you know, basically we just want it to be as good as pa- as possible. And uh, it's just not there yet, which that's fine. You know, that's cool. We we get it. I thought the trailer looked super awesome. I, I will probably buy it. I mean, I was I loved I did really enjoy the game. I thought it was so good, even despite the terrible load times. But I loved yeah, it. It was OK. Whatever. Ugh, you're the worst. It was OK. <laughs> it was an OK game. Christina, did you buy it? Yeah, I bought it, but I've been saving it. I'm going to start playing October 1st. So it's like during Halloween season. That's my mm-hmm. plan. So I will play it. Absolutely. Um, so I'm okay, I'm okay with it being delayed. I don't need it right away. And I probably won't finish Little Nightmares until February anyway. <laughs> yeah. I would assume you'll finish. It's like a five-hour game. I would hope you'd finish before February. Who knows? You know, there's so many games coming out that we all want to play. I have five other games on my Switch I haven't played yet. I got mm. I got to jump around, you know? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you want to play some more games on the go, you know, you can because somebody put an entire Wii into a Game Boy. It's called the Wii Boy Color. That's pretty cool. They uh, 3D printed this awesome case. They hacked up some PCBs and they basically got an entire Nintendo Wii in a handheld form. It looks really good. I'm really surprised by it, like all the buttons and the joysticks and everything like that. Um, you can like somehow plug it into your TV or into the, like, into a Wii to like load stuff, um, and, and get like the bar working. If you need the bar, like it can like, you know, piggyback on the bar hooked up to your TV and use the, the Wii Joy-Con, not Joy-Con, whatever the Wiimote is called. I guess it's called a Wiimote, but anyways, it looks super cool. We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, it, it's a fun little, uh, hack that someone did. I'm, I'm pretty impressed by it, but of course, I know to me, it's like the thing with the Wii is that you need like the, the the Wii mode and the, the bar and stuff like that hooked up to your TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm fascinated if it's actual usable, but they, it does say it can play Wii and GameCube games. So that's Ooh. cool. And that's it. That's the news. Well, I guess that brings us to the top 10 best sellers of the week. And guys, something unprecedented happened. I don't think any of us could have predicted this. Animal Crossing was kicked out of first place <gasps> by, of all games, NBA 2K20. What? <laughs> it was 91% off. That, that explains it. Um, also, in second place, Luigi's Mansion 3, because that's 30% off. Of course, everybody's picking up. It's almost Halloween. Um, third it, third place is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. We just talked about this. It just came out during the showcase, uh, right after the showcase. So that that's in third place. And then fourth, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Now things start to get a little normal. Fifth place, Minecraft. Sixth place, 
Just Dance 2020. Mm-hmm. That's 50% off. Seventh place, Pocket Mini Golf, which is 50% off. Cuphead, which is 20% off. Um, ninth, Unravel 2, 75% off. And then in 10th place, A Short Hike, which just very recently came out. And then for other new games that made it into the top 30, we have in 11th place as Spiritfarer, 22nd place, PGA Tour 2K21. And in 30th place is Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. Sweet. A lot of lot of mix up happening this week, but a lot of sales. A lot of sales. Good sales. Big sales, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that gets us into new releases we're into this week. And Mots, kick it off. Well, the very first one that we have checked on September 3rd to um, celebrate the Nintendo Switch being three and a half years old officially is Here Be Dragons. Um, this is a turn-based strategy. Um, um, what would you call it? Like a seafaring game? Maybe a seafaring mm-hmm. type of game? Um, it's by Red Zero Games. Um, it's already out on Steam. It's, it's relatively popular. But the whole thing is it has like this living map, graphical map. It's all done in that sort of old school you know ship map like weird um what is that like it's a it's not a gray it's like it's a, like a sepia toned game yes. it's got this sort of brown tone to it yeah and like there's like crazy sea monsters that are coming out and transform in real time it's turn-based you know it's kind of like dice based mm-hmm. action I'm, I'm a little unsure of the gameplay part of it but i am sure of the look of the game that's what sort of has me on this sort of adventure because it really reminds me of i don't know old old school like pen and paper type of games in a, in a weird way like interactive books and like i like the music and and everything like that so um i don't know it looks really really cool yeah i liked the look of this one i checked this as well and i like strategy games but the the thing about this was it's it's funny because it's if you follow Christopher Columbus, the whole idea is you're supposed to be, you know, discovering the Americas and that the story we've always heard of Columbus was that, you know, he just he sailed there and did what he did. And we all know the story, but that's not the true story. The true story is all of the monsters he had to fight along the way to discover America. And uh, and it follows that path. So it's just ridiculous over the top. And I do love the art style. Like you said, it's that sepia tone. Looks like an old school map. And I like the name. Here be dragons. It was just such a cool name. So I gave this a check as well. The next one that I checked is also September 3rd. We got a whole sailing theme going here is Under the Jolly Roger. It's normally $20. It's currently on sale for $15.99, and it's an open world pirate action RPG. You're going to trade, you're going to fight, you're going to explore, and you can even work with your friends and play together, which I think is cool. You can go on land and look for buried treasure. It features all kinds of sailing. It says it has limitless sailing, so I don't know what that means like you just can <laughs> never see another person again apparently uh you can level up your pirate obviously you got rpg elements and it has hundreds of quests so there should be a lot of playability in this i think this looks really interesting especially the fact that it's on the switch if you played sea of thieves i think that is very on the nose for what this is except it looks more like black flag right it's got more mm. realistic you know graphics and Whereas Sea of Thieves has all of these gameplay mechanics, but it just uh, has more of a colorful, playful look to it, more aesthetic to it. This one, you know, ever since I played Sid Meier's Pirates, I've looked for a game that kind of scratches that itch. Uh, Sea of Thieves is kind of that, but not quite. And this one I'm hoping is... I don't think it's the prettiest game that I've ever seen, but that's not important because I still fire up Sid Meier's Pirates. And that that game is like, I don't know, 20 some years old now, and I'll still play it and love every minute of it. So I'm hoping this kind of scratches that itch and uh, and we'll see under the Jolly Roger. Nice. Um, completely changing course. The next one I have that I cannot be more excited about is good pizza. Great pizza. Oh, my goodness. This is a pizza creation game. <laughs> no, it, it sort of reminds me of the old um um just cooking mama games basically mm. like there were all of these games but the whole idea is that you run a pizza shop and you need to make the pizzas and you need to upgrade your shop you need to get new toppings new decor you need to become the the best the greatest pizza shop of all time this game is out on mobile which is free with tons of in-app purchases it is also on steam but for like double the price of of what it will be on the switch which will be 7.99 um and it seems really cool i like the art style i like i like 
making pizza and the like that I can make pizzas <laughs> in this game. And I'm in, I, I'm totally getting it. Um, unless they give us a key and then I won't buy. And then I'll just, I'll just say that they gave me a key. I did request a key. There was not, there's the only game this week that we could request a key. So I'm totally requesting it. And mm-hmm. once I get denied, I will then give them the seven ninety nine. Hopefully they're not listening <laughs> to the podcast yeah. <laughs> um, over at PM studio. So <laughs> good pizza. Great pizza. And now I'm hungry. <laughs> mm-hmm. The next game that uh, both I have checked and Michael, I think you have checked it too, is Niche, a genetics survival game. So if anybody is familiar with the game Spore, which is you basically can change genetics and create this whole world and creatures, and it's kind of like that, but it's also built in survival and it's turn-based strategy and simulation and it has roguelike elements. It seems like it's a little bit of everything. Um you can shape species with over 100 genes. You can adjust over 100 genes. Uh, real genetic-based breeding system, procedural worlds and animals, five different biomes to play with, with different predators and prey and plants. And uh, it just, it, I love the idea of this. There's kind of like an educational aspect to it as well, which is really cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. It's by Stefan Studio and it's, uh, originally going to be $20, but it's on sale right now if you pre-order for eight, uh, $17.99, $18. Nice. Yeah, I gave it a check. Yeah. It looks kind of interesting. I like that mm-hmm. you can create so many different species from it, so I think that adds a little bit of variety. So, yeah, I thought this looked good, too. Yeah, it was kind of like a combination of Spore, and if anybody ever played Polytopia, it's like yeah, a I turn-based like strategy on your phone. Yeah, it was kind of a combination of the two, I think, which, uh, yeah, Polytopia is awesome. Nice. So the last one I have checked here is Batu Ta Batu, which is join and join in Basque. Um, that's what it stands for. But it's it's sort of a $4 puzzle game, sliding tile type of game. But it looks really cool. Like everything is animated, really nice, like almost watery, splishy and splashy. Um, you can play up to four players locally um, against each other. Um, I don't know. It look, it look kind of cool. I don't know. It's it's. It, you know, with any of these $4 little puzzle games, I'm really unsure about it, but I feel like this had a little bit more uh, graphical flair to it in a way, but it's, it's sort of sliding, matching, you know, colors and making them, ex- you know, combine and, and, and disappear and stuff like that. So it looks pretty cool. Um, I'll maybe give it a, maybe give it a go. It's, it's $4, but I just wanted to mention it. If you're into cheap $4 puzzle games where we always buy them and get slightly disappointed. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Christina, what are you playing? Uh, Animal Crossing. I think that goes without saying. But I will say I was able to catch all the beetles I needed to catch by the end of the month. And Mm. uh, a little a little trick I did was apparently if you go to an island at a certain time, it'll the island will stay at that time for as long as you stay on the island. So there was only one beetle that you could get in between 11 p.m. and 8 a.m. And my bedtime is like between 10 and 11. So I stayed up late, went to an island at like 11.03. The next day, I basically farmed that island all day waiting for this one rare beetle to show up. (laughs) I would like hop in every once in a while. I got it though. I got it. It was a good strategy. Um, So I was able to get those guys uh, before they leave. Uh, I also started playing a short hike just before the podcast. I only probably got in about 40 minutes of it. But this game is it's going to be like Stardew Valley for me all over again. There's like all these little things you can do. And like they give you one big sort of task. You need to go to the top of a mountain so you can get reception to get a phone call. Um, and along the way, you talk to all these little people. And there's this one person who's like, I need my headband. Can you help me find my headband? And I'll give you a pair of tennis shoes so you can run. So all these little tiny quests you do, you get rewarded. And and you get things that will help you climb and fly because you're a little bird. And you can fly all over the place. So you get to the top of these mountains. And you can just fly down and soar and explore. And it's, oh, it's so much fun. I'm playing this game after we get off the podcast. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I literally thought that you went on a short hike. So I put on my playing, r- riding my bike. That's what I, put. <laughs> I, I thought. Nope. <laughs> so. uh, there, there was a joke for the longest time uh, between me and Michael when we used to work together at the other studio that I go out on adventures all the time in Skyrim. <laughs> 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 so we'd like go play, like, it's a mountain flower. We have to harvest it. Um, Nope, just video games, at least this week. It's been a long week. <laughs> um, other than that, I 
we did mention Netflix's high score. I have been watching because it's like a short series. I've been watching a couple episodes of that. Really enjoying it quite a bit. I don't know if either of you have been able to start watching this yet, but I really like it. I'm learning so much. Um, and then uh, we we mentioned Gamescom before the podcast uh, th- that's been going on. There's been a lot of really interesting games released. And there was just one that stood out to me I wanted to mention that is coming to Switch. Uh, called Dark with a Q is coming out this year. And it's kind of like um, all those other side-scrolling platformer spooky puzzle games that I'm into, sort of like inside. Um, but Dark has a very Tim Burton feel. In fact, the body of the main character you play feels like it's exactly taken from the father in the movie mm. Coraline, like mm. lanky, skinny body. And um, just the whole aesthetic of it looks really interesting. And I love those types of puzzles. So I'm going to keep an eye out for that. But that's cool. all. That's it for like Nintendo Switch stuff that I saw interesting. Um, I mean, I could talk about the Sims 4 Star Wars stuff all day, but this is a Nintendo podcast. Mods, you want to tell us me. about your bike riding game? Uh, the bike riding game has been very <laughs> fun. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a very interactive game. Um, it gets <laughs> you like outdoors, that. walking around. It's kind of like Pokemon Go, but on a bike. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been doing that. Um, we actually have been doing more geocaching recently out in the wild. They started a new promotion, The Wonder of the Worlds, which is cool. So um, geocaching is this interactive scavenger hunt in the real world. And um, there's containers, like millions of containers all over the place. And the they do these promotions like maybe once a year or so but this one's cool because in each of the geocaches are they're assigned different like wonders of the world like the great wall of china and like i don't know a bunch of other ones you know these 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 wonders of the world and there's multiple levels to them so you got to go and 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 kind of find them and you unlock them so we just unlocked uh, level two in the game so that we're kind of trying to get the last seven and then i think maybe there's more stuff after that i don't know like last year they did this um murder mystery or whatever that you had to like or thief heist or whatever that you had to like find and then get which is kind of cool so it's sort of more than just going out there's like this game aspect to it but um that hasn't been me riding my bike but riding my bike and geocaching and then (laughs) um and then i i have behind me sitting here is my brand new nes lego edition that i spent way too much money on all 2646 pieces are staring me in the face oh my Um, stars and uh, I don't know if I'm going to build it. I think it takes like forever. So, but it's sitting there. It's there. And um, I think I should build it. But th- that would be a game of of, of, of much time to spend mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and I did I did just buy Donut Country, Donut County, Donut, Donut Country. It's like $4 right now. So I picked that up. I'm excited oh, to nice. play that. Donut County. It's not a country. It's county. a county. It's a county. Yet. It's a county. Just the sequel can be. That's the sequel. Yeah. 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 And I've been I've been fascinated about hopping back into Fortnite, but I don't know if I should protest against or just hop into this this crazy new Fortnite. But it seems like, Michael, you might have a little uh, review of the new season. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we all know we talked about it. uh, What? Last week, a couple weeks ago about Fortnite and Apple, all that crap. And honestly, I I really don't care. I'm I am. On the side of Apple in this case, and because Epic broke their contract, there is no debating it. You had a contract, you decided to break it. If you disagree, eh, that's on you. I really don't care. But I have started playing Fortnite on Switch. The new season did just start. It's season four, Nexus War. And I jumped in. It's all like Marvel based. Mm. It's uh, you basically Mm. the Avengers are taken and they are in the world of Fortnite. So you have. You have a bunch of Wolverine, Thor, um, Iron Man, Groot, Doctor Doom. I mean, there's so many different Storm, Mystique. There's a bunch of them in this game. And you are trying to um, save Fortnite, essentially. And apparently they've lost their memories. So as you go, you're kind of regaining your memories. And it's it's Fortnite. You know, it's the same thing, except you have marvel characters flying around there's different stuff happening jets are flying in from like the avengers and stuff like that so it's cool and uh, i've been playing it i did get the battle pass because i have like three thousand v bucks just sitting in there so i'm i'm playing it it's a nice game to kind of pick up and play once in a while and still got it got my solo win my uh victory royale first time playing it again i think it's probably because i'm just playing a bunch of like kids on switch <laughs> there is nobody else that i think that you can play with now seeing how mobile is no longer a part of it oh yeah but that's crazy. it is fun uh witcher 3 
playing that again. And I did download and play Unreal. This was something that came out. I think the demo came out and was announced during the Indie Direct. And Mm -hmm. I really, really like it. I'm going to buy this when it releases. This is a really fun sort of... um, I don't, I don't know exactly how you... It's a multiplayer game where you can work together to build tracks. This train just constantly is moving and you have to harvest resources, whether it be rocks or trees or water or something like that, to keep this train going so you can build tracks and keep it doing its thing. I played it only on solo. I think that's all that's available during the demo, but you can get other people to join you in the game. So somebody could be harvesting the the wood that you need while other people are clearing the rock and harvesting rock for the track. And then you work together to create more. And it seems like a um, like an overcooked type game where you're kind of all frantically running around because the train does not stop. And if it runs out of its track, it blows up. So the puzzles have been really fun so far i'm i'm really enjoying it i like that you can there's some leveling up so certain things maybe your pickaxe is more efficient your axe is more efficient things like that different compartments of the train can hold more materials so that it produces more track uh all of that kind of stuff and as you work through the game and get higher points you get more access to those other cars so i really liked it i definitely will pick it up i like the sort of isometric pixelated style that it has it reminds me of something like um what was the crossy road not frogger but kind of like it and it looks cool and it's a lot of fun so it's something worth checking out it's not out yet but you can still get the the demo and it comes out september 23rd because it's multiplayer is that also included in the demo or do you have to wait until the actual game comes? My out? guess is you have to wait. I I mean, I just jumped in and they they give you robots that work with you. But when oh, okay. when you do have the multi, you, you can't play it solo. It's not like you have to have people. It does it does mm-hmm. have robots that work with you. And then if you can play with people, it says up to four players and it is online support. So I'm assuming it's not gotcha. just couch co-op, uh, but you can actually play online as well. That would be a good one. Maybe I'll pick that up. And then that's one that we could stream together sometime. Because yeah, it sounds I, like fun. It is. It, and it's it's just, yeah. it's um cute. It's, it's challenging. It's cute. There's a whole bunch of different environments. I think they say there's like five or more environments. You have weather. Mm-hmm. You have all kinds of stuff, which the weather helps too, because your train as you go overheats. And if you don't get ah. the bucket and fill it with water, you, you, you know, your train burns up. And then when it's burning, it can't make like tracks and stuff those cars if they're on fire they don't do what you need them to do so you have to put them out so if it's raining it kind of helps because like in stardew valley you don't have to water the plants that day in this case you don't have to put out the fires because the rain will do it so it's nice having the different weather and all of those elements in there and there's a bit of strategy uh involved Mm -hmm. so you got to say okay well you need to do this so i can do this just like overcooked but yeah, definitely worth looking into. I would say definitely download the demo if you haven't yet and at least give that a shot. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll and give I think that a it's shot for sure. it, it seems like it's the first level. I haven't bumped into anything yet that tells me like it's at the end of the demo. I think just certain functionality is not available yet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's worth playing. Very fun. That's awesome. All right. Well, I think that's the podcast. We did it. Another one down. Another one down. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Of course, you can find out more about the podcast by going to nintendodispatch.com. You can find our Twitters on there. You can find links to the show notes and all the past podcasts as well. Um, and, and our Discord, too. You can come chat with us. But that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. So until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>